This is Ryan. And this is Ashley. And this is Ruining Ruining Our Our Childhood Childhood. After Dark. Just kidding. (laughs) For a weekly podcast where we remove our childhood goggles and put on our our adult bifocals. I never do this. Nope. To rewatch and review our favorite movies from the past. Welcome. Welcome. It's our 50th episode. Hooray! And we're going to go ahead and deviate from our usual format. We did not watch a movie, nor do we plan on watching a movie, or at least one that we're going to discuss. I might want to watch Frozen 2 later. Yes. Available on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Sounds like we're sponsored. I uh, wish we were sponsored by Disney. Get that Disney money? So much money. So what we're going to do this week, uh, we've asked for questions, and now we're going to do a Q&A episode, That's... followed by a trivia game. Right. Yes. Are you Where? Team Ryan or Team Ashley? Are you asking me? No, the oh. listeners. <laughs> Not you. Yeah, it will be our first annual, maybe. Yeah. Trivia champion. I don't know. Our first <laughs> annual Ruining Our Childhood podcast trivia champion. And we're just taking questions from a trivial pursuit that we own. Yes. And we're going to try to stump each other. But ironically, this Trivial Pursuit game would make it into our requirements because it's Trivial Pursuit 2000s. That's true. So all the questions are at least 10 years old. That's very true. So yeah. And they're all, we're just doing the internet, an entertainment category. <laughs> I can't talk. No, you cannot. I've had a beer yeah. already. We're, we're drinking, guys. We're, it's also going to be a drinking trivia game. Where yes. If we get a question wrong. Gotta take a drink. Yeah. So it's going to be exciting. Yeah. Interesting. I hope you guys are at home drinking along with us. Yes. And we're we're big fans of trivia. That's why we decided to do that for our second half of the podcast today. Mm-hmm. We, we're on a trivia team and we're quite good. Yes, we are. Don't want to toot our own horns. We are your current and reigning. Aren't we? Did we? Marvel. Marvel. Oh, you're still holding that. That was like two years ago. <laughs> of the greater Phoenix area. Also... The current uh, and reigning old school wrestling trivia champions for the city of Phoenix. That was like three years ago, guys. Hey, nutted us 500 bucks, did it not? If you don't know anything about Ryan, he does one kind of good thing, and for the rest of his life, he's going to say it. That is correct. (laughs) Anyway, should we start answering some of our listeners' questions that they submitted to us? Yes, we shall. Okay. The first one is from Jason, mm-hmm. friend of the pod. Family of the pod as well. Family of the pod. Mm-hmm. What's the worst movie you've ever seen? Ooh. I don't know if I thought of a question for, or answer for this. <laughs> I'm going to go with Pootie Tang. Okay. Because it's the one movie I can think of that I walked out of. Oh, yeah. You've told me that. Yeah. I don't think I've ever walked out of a movie. Mm-hmm. And I am notoriously watching shitty, not so much anymore, but for the longest time, I'd watch the shittiest, like, romantic comedies on Netflix yeah. that were really low budget, and mm-hmm. I'd still watch them. But I will say, I think the worst, like, movie-going experience, if I could change the question a little bit, was when we saw The Good Shepherd. Ooh. Do you remember that? I it do. was the longest movie I've ever been in mm-hmm. 
It, if anybody remembers this movie, it had Robert De Niro, it had Matt Damon, I think it had Angelina Jolie. I think Joe Pesci might have been in it. There was a lot of star power, and it was just a really long and boring movie. Yeah. And it was about the CIA, I think. Sure. I don't even remember. I don't either. I just remember looking at my watch a lot, or my phone, going, one of the two. When is this going to yeah, end? Yeah, it was so long and drawn out. Yeah, to this day, that's my worst, like, movie-going experience as far as the actual movie sucking. And, yeah. That's one I kind of forgot about. But, yeah, that was a that was a chore to get through. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I think back to when I was in my 20s, the amount of times me and my buddies would go catch a movie at 1130 and 12 o'clock at night, and the movies would end at 2 o'clock in the morning, and... Sometimes you, I would have no idea what happened during the movie because I was so tired watching it. Yeah. It was a waste of my time to go see it. I mean, we've definitely gone to movies a little drunk. Mm-hmm. And I do remember Atomic Bombshell being one that I don't remember most of because... No clue what happened. We did go to it after a beer festival. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think I was asleep for 90% of it. Oh, yeah. So. No, that was kind of the same thing for me with... um. Mission Impossible Fallout. I yeah. didn't remember much of it, but we rented it and are not rented it, bought it and watched it. And it's a good movie, but yeah, a couple of those movies, I have no clue what happened. <laughs> good times. Next question. Yes. This question comes from good friend of the podcast, Dan. What movie does the other one like that you actually don't like, but watch anyways? Do you have an answer? I'm trying to think of one. Is this going to ruin our marriage? <laughs> no. I'm not going to say say anything. I know that you love that movie. And it, Are yeah, you think, saying you don't like it? Like you're no, not saying it because you don't no, want to get no, divorced? I'm like that would be a movie where I'm sure you would divorce us. Uh, divorce me. <laughs> now um, there's an us. <laughs> I can think of a movie that I had no desire to go see that I went and watched it with you, but you never were like, we're going to watch this all the time. Yeah. What was it? Sex in the City. Okay. Yeah. The first one or the second one? I don't know that I ever saw the second one. Oh, okay. So it was the first one. I can't remember. But I will say, I watched the movie. I had never seen the TV show or anything, but I watched the movie with you, and it wasn't a terrible movie. It was still funny, and yeah. I didn't leave going, shoot me now. You know, Those characters are relatable as hell, Ryan. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally a Samantha. No, you're not. I don't know you're which totally one's You're totally a Miranda. Which. Okay. I don't know which one's which. <laughs> or a Charlotte. I could see you as a Charlotte. Okay. I don't know who's who. Okay. Okay. We'll just leave it at that. I don't know if there's a movie. I mean, there's times where I'm not in the mood to watch movies that you're like, hey, we should watch a documentary. And I'm just like, uh. That you're And then I literally do that. Yeah. Like, I have to be on a full mood to watch a documentary. Because I get so angry and invested in it. Especially if it's about true crime, which it usually is. And it's really either something that. There's like an injustice. Like I remember watching the Central Park Five documentary and I got so exhausted because I was just so enraged by all the stuff that happened. <laughs> or even like the West Memphis, Memphis Three. Yeah. I'm just so enraged by the idiocy. It's exhausting. I can. Yeah. Those are the one movies that I will say that I'll suggest. I'm like, let's watch this true crime documentary and you will do that noise more than anything. <laughs> like I could want, suggest let's watch this Bruce Willis action movie, and chances are you're going to be like, okay. Yeah. 
or sometimes I'll be like, maybe, maybe tomorrow we could watch it. But it's the true crime documentaries are the ones that will get me a noise that's and now that you explain that, I totally get it because there's times where I'm furious when I'm done watching it. Yeah. I think, uh, I mean, not to sound too hokey, but I do feel like I'm an empath and I feel like the emotions mm-hmm. so heavily and I'm just, ugh. Sometimes I just want to watch something really silly and stupid just so I don't have to, like, overthink. And even stuff that technically is silly and stupid, I can find the the deeper meaning in it and I still, like, freaking cry. Oh, yeah. You know? But yeah, you are a crier during movies. That's for sure. Movies, TV shows. Yeah. Commercials. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, that one. Was it an iPad commercial? With the one from this year? Yeah. Because Apple usually gets me. But yeah. it was the... I think it was iPad or it was... Google or something, something. Like the, where they make a slideshow for the grandpa Ugh. and the grandma's dead. Oh, my God. Guys, please tell us we're not the only ones that cry during commercials. Yeah. Do you want to move on to the next question? Yes. The next question is also from Dan. Okay. What actors or actresses kill a movie the minute you see him or her? Ooh. I will say an actor or an actress that... If I know they're in the movie, I pretty much have no desire to go see it. I don't mean to pick on her because I remember vividly doing it during our last Q&A. And that would be Kristen Stewart. Says the guy that loves to watch Twilight. Yeah. I guess I have a hard time saying, like, I hate this person. I do find people annoying. Mm -hmm. We make a joke about Nicolas Cage. I find a lot of his movies and his performances over the top. So that's why we have that joke in the first place. Yeah. But... I guess one of the people that I never really liked as a kid, for somebody that was in a lot of movies that I watched, was Brandon Fraser. Really? Yeah. I didn't think he was good looking. Mm-hmm. And that mattered a lot to me when I was 13. Uh, but I also just found a lot of his movies, or his performances, blah. When I've watched some of his stuff over the la- you know last 10 years or something, if I've caught part of The Mummy or something, I realize how hokey and over the top like he could easily replace Nicolas Cage for our overacting horde yeah because at least there's been times where Nicolas Cage has had really good performances yes but yeah for sure like and 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 I don't know what it was about the 90s but we were obsessed with Brandon Fraser we put him in a lot of movies and why I mean honestly I think the best one that I were I didn't mind because he Really doesn't talk a lot as an Encino man. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. No, I could... He's one of those ones, uh, as an adult, I go, wow, what were we thinking, people? Yeah. As far as females, I don't hate her, but I'm never, like, going, man, I can't wait to see Angelina Jolie in a movie. When she was, like, the it person, especially, because now I feel like she really is picky about what she does. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just not a huge fan of her. Agreed. But I will say one of my favorite movies when I was younger, and I realized it was on Amazon Video the other day, and I was really excited, was Foxfire. Mm-hmm. It's a very feminist movie, but it has a young Angelina Jolie and also a young Jenny Lewis, oh. which is one of my favorite singers. Yeah. And I totally agree on Angelina Jolie. Like, almost she's overrated in a way. I can, off the top of my head, I can only think of one movie with her that I really enjoyed, and that's Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yeah. And part of it was because of Brad Pitt, 
because I really like him. And I don't know that I've ever went, I'm going to go see a movie because she was in it. Yeah, I mean, I've seen movies with her and I think she's a really good actress, but I, I've i just never been like, oh my God, she's the ma- the most amazing person in the world and I need to go see her movie. Yeah, no, so, totally agree. This question is from Brandon, mm-hmm. also friend of the pod, asked, what is the cringiest scene that, or I guess what you think is the cringiest scene in all the movies that we've reviewed so far? Ooh, I had one in my head for a movie we had not reviewed yet. Like that you thought was cringy? It was, cr- it was cringy for me. Okay. And that was, I, my mom took me to go see The Whole Nine Yards. Oh, yeah. And Amanda Pete was topless, and being a little 15-year-old watching that movie with your mom, I was like, no, thank you. But for ones that we reviewed, hands down, American Pie. That's what I was going to say, the <laughs> webcam scene. Yeah. And I obviously, if you've listened to all of our episodes, American Pie was the first ever episode of Ruining Our Childhood. And I talked about how I watched that movie with my dad. So that's just in general is a cringy memory. But Mm -hmm. now looking at it, you know, 21 years later. Oh, yeah. The webcam scene is incredibly creepy and outdated. And I even remember an article like two months ago coming out that Jason Biggs definitely agreed. He said... That would not fly today. No. It's really outdated and creepy. And yeah. Yeah. I would. He would get arrested nowadays, I would assume. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Well, he's underage, so maybe you would just get like a ticket and a slap on the wrist. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, that's hands down. Ironically, first episode. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Just because I remember like when I was a kid thinking that scene was so hilarious and epic. Yeah. Even as a female, where I'm like, that's an invasion of privacy, mm-hmm. but I wasn't thinking that way when I was, you know, 13, 14. No. Um, do you want to do the next question? Sure. This next question comes from good friend of the podcast, Christy. She wants to know, what do you guys do for a living? Uh, for me, I am a drafts person. So <laughs> are drafts men. You said so awkward. I'm a drafts person. I'm a drafts person. I work for an architecture firm. And uh, the main thing that I do is help design gas stations. That's like the main thing I work on. Yeah. So. And you guys do a bunch of commercial buildings. Yeah. we. I mean, we have some other clients, but the main one I work on is uh, convenience stores for gas stations. Yeah. I am a retail merchandiser. Mm-hmm. And it's... A job. <laughs> and I pretty much, I don't know if anybody knows this, but I, I run our social media and I do our editing. So yes. That in itself is a lot of work that nobody warns you about when you decide to start a podcast. So. No. And I don't do a good job of it sometimes. I was going to say, I call <laughs> Ashley every Monday on my lunch and she's usually editing, editing our podcast and editing out our flubs that you can imagine how many we have. If you can imagine how many we leave in. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We've gotten way better. That's true. Over the course of 50 episodes. But it's still, you know, we're learning. Yeah. Still. And we're improving. And we enjoy criticism. Maybe just send it in a DM, though. Don't out us to the whole world. No. Do you want to move on to the next question? Yes. Our next question is from... <laughs> I said... Fram. Fram. Brian... 
good friend of the podcast. I was Brian. gonna say great. We keep saying good, and it's uh, kind of boring. Um, great friend of the podcast. Yes, great. He asked, out of all the movies you've you've reviewed, mm-hmm. which one had the biggest effect on you as a kid? For me, hands down, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Okay, I thought you were gonna start saying the one I picked, and I was like, get out of my brain, Ryan. We've spent too much time in quarantine together. <laughs> For me, I wanted to be Jim Carrey. For years, I wanted to be a comedian. And all I did was want to make people laugh. Yeah. My, like I've said, I think before, my brothers still call me Ace 25 years later. It's the movie I think I look back on most fondly as a child. I think about how many times I watched it. And yeah, that was the one that affected me the most. I could see that. Mm -hmm. What about you? I mean, there was a couple that we chose that were definitely some of my favorite movies, but I think the one movie that I just remember enjoying the most and it sparked this whole like comedy thing for me where I became more obsessed with comedies and I always wanted to be funny. I try to entertain people awkwardly a mm-hmm. lot of times but was austin powers i knew that's what you were gonna say i it was one of my favorite movies yeah the minute i saw it so yeah definitely kind of the same thing like it just sparked something in me and it's not like the first thing i would say it, it's between that and like mystery science theater 3000 that really like sparked okay i really like comedy and i like this specific kind of comedy mm-hmm. a lot and you know no i think back to the amount the multiple friday nights that my group of friends would get together and we would watch whatever the new release was and then we would always watch austin powers international man of mystery because there's always it kind of applies to wayne's world too which is our most recent movie there's so many jokes that you may miss because they're just so quick and easy and then there's the obvious jokes but uh so good I think if I had to pick an actor that is the most underrated actor that I, I did not appreciate enough growing up and I didn't realize what a huge fan of his I was until I became an adult, it's Mike Myers. Yeah, for sure. Like I said to last week, we used to do that. We used to pull up next to cars and ask him about Grey Poupon and all the dumb stuff I did. And then God only knows how many times I was quoting Austin Powers. Oh, yeah. Probably an exhausting amount. Oh, Absolutely. That was a good question. Absolutely. Love it. Our next question comes from Richard. What is the movie that you were really excited to see, but didn't live up to your expectations? This one's hard. You have one? I do. Go ahead. It would be the last Fantastic Beast movie. Okay, yeah. I remember being so excited for Crimes of Grindelwald. And just when we left the movie right away, being like, this was not a very good movie. It was definitely disappointing, and I'm going to latch on to that answer as well, because I'm definitely one that I'm not going to nitpick a lot of stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. we say that as we're doing a podcast where we nitpick <laughs> yes. everything, yes. but say if I'm really big into fandoms, which I'm huge into Harry Potter, we're mm-hmm. huge into Marvel, I try not to overthink a lot of stuff because... I just like the characters. I like revisiting characters. I'm all for sequels. Yeah. But this was not executed well. No. And it was a movie 
I was counting down the days till that movie came out and being super excited about Jude Law being in it. Yes. And he was not bad by no. any means. No, I think of the, he might have been the best part. I don't think any of the actors were bad, to no. be honest with you. It was just a terribly executed movie where you really have to wonder about J.K. Rowling just throwing the canon that she created yeah, out the, out window. the window for no reason. Yeah, it's for sure. I would almost put, I'm not going to put her in the boat with George Lucas, where I don't want her to do, have anything to do with their future movies, but if the next one's not good, I'm going to put her in that boat. Ah, okay. Okay. I don't blame you. Mm -hmm. I hope the next one is good. Same. Whenever we get it. And I will happily go see it in theaters, and I'll go see all of them. I'm not going to go, oh, I'm never going to go see them again. I do want to rewatch it because we haven't seen it since we saw it in theaters, mm-hmm. but still the inconsistencies with the timelines with Harry Potter and stuff, that that pissed me off. And yeah. There's parts of it that were good, but the first one was definitely a lot better. It was one of those movies on the way to the car. There wasn't, oh, that was a pretty good movie or anything. It was, what was that? I remember us and oh. our friend Taylor... Dark Phoenix, too. <laughs> Dark Phoenix would be the other one. But our friend Taylor just going, why? That yeah. was not good. Yeah. Yeah, Dark Phoenix. Boy, that was a that was a close second. But I was not nearly as excited for Dark Phoenix as I was for Fantastic Beasts. That's true. I mean, I always have a special place in my heart for X-Men because mm-hmm. I just remember my brother being a huge fan of X-Men, the comics, and... He had all the trading cards, and so when the movies first came out, like, with Hugh Jackman and stuff, like, that was a, a big deal for us, and so I think in in the bottom of my heart, I was pretty sad, because I also know how, like, X3 did a shitty job of explaining Dark Phoenix and yeah. having that as plot point, so I was, hope- I was hoping these ones would do better, because they generally have done better, Yeah, but, like, my biggest complaint, and... I think we said this when we first saw it, too, when we did our episode that week, was I don't know how you could have a movie based on a character, and she's only in a short part of the movie, Mm -hmm. and it's not even focused on her or how she feels or, you know, anything about her, really. It's about the guys and how it affects the two men in her life, or I guess three, if you count Magneto and everybody else. I can't think of names right now. That's e- it easily is the close second as far as just the last couple of years. So at least. disappointed by it. Oh, number three, Indiana Jones. Oh, for and the sure. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. For sure, if they do bare minimum on the next one, it'll be better. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it is a movie, and I say when it comes out, we do Crystal Skull because we have never seen it. <laughs> A second time. I'm laughing because you said, it is a movie. It is a movie. We saw it one time. Yeah. And that uh, was a movie I had waited years for. Oh, yeah. For and sure. Just, <laughs> during it going, this isn't very good. No. <laughs> it's, again, the nostalgia of the character only goes so far. Yeah. But let's see. Do you want to do one more question? Mm-hmm. Uh, this one comes from Joey. Who was your favorite actor as a child? Okay. Do you have an answer for that? I do. Go ahead. My favorite, I would say, when I was a little kid would be Robin Williams. In the sense, he was 
and Hook, which I really liked. He did the voice of my favorite Disney character of all time, Genie. And then another one that I think we should probably do for the podcast is Mrs. Doubtfire. Yes. I was thinking that the other day, actually. Those were just movies that I truly loved, and he was hands down the best part of those movies. Oh, for sure. He was also an actor that I never got sick of. As an adult, I would still watch his movies and always looked forward to, even when he was like just little bit parts in the Night at the Museum movies. Yeah, or he would, yeah, he worked a lot less. Yeah, he was such a good actor. Yeah, for sure. I just, oh, mine, when I was a kid, definitely would be Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, yeah. Because Sister Act literally is still one of my favorite movies. Mm -hmm. And Sister Act 2. And I loved her in Ghost. I watched so many Whoopi Goldberg movies. It's insane. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it was mostly because she was a woman and she was funny. Yeah. And just, especially at that time, there wasn't that many. No. Doesn't act nearly as much as she used to. No. But she was always so fucking funny. Yeah. No, she, she's hilarious. Yeah. And I just remember Sister Act having the soundtrack on cassette and... Mm-hmm. Totally wanting to be the young, the nun in training, and wanting her voice. And then when I found out a couple years ago, that wasn't even her singing voice. They they dubbed her voice. The lady who played the younger nun. Okay. No, Whoopi sang. And Kath- Kathy and Jimmy sang. Thank you. Because I went, wait a minute, that was not Whoopi Goldberg singing. <laughs> a close second, I would say Bette Midler, because Beaches, yeah. obviously, and Hocus Pocus. Oh, yeah. And my mom was a huge fan of hers, so I just automatically... I watched Beaches so much. I felt like I was just always in front of the TV, I decided, as a kid. Like, I I feel like our generation, we grew up on TV. Mm-hmm. We really did, yeah. I'm sure there's kids our age, or people our age, that their parents were a little better about cutting their screen time, but both of my parents worked full-time, both of your parents did, so... That's pretty much what we had all summer. I was going to say, I remember as kids, me and my brother would sit down and make a schedule for we're going to watch these movies the next eight weeks. That's very organized. Well, we'd like plan it out. This week we're going to do sequels and we're going to, you know. That's nice. Me and my brother just constantly fought over the remote and to the point where I threw at his head once. Not surprising. (laughs) And made him bleed. (laughs) Oh, God. Well, you know. He's always trying to intimidate me because he's bigger and older. Touche. He's probably shaking his head right now. <laughs> you brought up the old wound. Go yeah. ahead and reopen it. I remember I threw it and it's like the minute it left my hand, I was like, run really, really, really fast to the bedroom, lock the door because he is going to kick my ass. God. And the fact that you thought that door was going to help you. It did not. I think back. My brothers put their hands through the doors. Because they were like kids. the plywood yeah. hollow doors. Those doors weren't going to do anything. Yeah. That's why I'm like, you thought that door was going to stop your brother. Well, Good call. it did in theory. No. Well, but there was a hole in it. Well, my brothers have your brother beat because they went through a glass door. Yes, I've heard that story. Yes. It's uh, destruction. Oh, we've broke windows before. Yeah. They broke one of those too. Yeah, good times. Latchkey kids. Yeah. That's what they're called, and that's what we were. Yeah. Broke a lot of things. God. My parents never said it to us, but you know they're thinking the 
This is why we can't have nice things. Yes. My parents totally. One summer, we were jumping on my dad's Lazy Boy. Because mm-hmm. if you jumped on it just right, it would spring out. Uh-huh. And it was fun. Yeah. And, like, my brother was, I think, 10. I was 7. And, but it was right next to a window. I don't know if it was my brother or his friend that did it. Top of the chair went through the window. It was uh, pretty bad. Yeah. Pretty bad. Was mom or dad home? Nobody was home. Oh, good. My mom wouldn't have let us do that for that long. I know my brother got in trouble because I barely ever got in trouble as a kid because Mm -hmm. he was always watching me. So it was his responsibility to keep me under control. Anyway, just walking down memory road. (laughs) Should we uh, move on to the first annual trivia championship for ruining our childhood who is better at things <laughs> who's better at trivia i guess you're going first i'm gonna go first okay let me look at these questions here i'm gonna grab one too so i can are okay. you ready yeah you should get this right which actor and comedian called the comic genius of america by esquire abruptly quit his sketch comedy show in 2005 can you repeat that oh jesus which actor and comedian called the comic genius of America by Esquire abruptly quit his sketch comedy sh- series in 2005? Oh, Dave Chappelle. Sorry. Yes. I only got the last part of that question for some reason. Oh. Sorry. Yeah, that is correct. It's Dave Chappelle. So one point for Ashley. Thank you. Yes. I think you're going to get all of these questions. That's how I felt about that card. Because this is, all of these questions are based on Saturday Night Live. Okay. Who became the oldest host of SNL in 2010 at the age of 88? Betty White. Damn it. <laughs> I don't know why I thought, thought you wouldn't know that. Yeah. So nobody's drinking. So should we just do a... Drink a, for fun? Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. I feel like you didn't take a drink. <clears throat> no, I took a drink. Mm-hmm. Cheater. This is TV Awards. Who won the Emmy for Outstanding Lead Actress in a Comedy in 2011 after Tina Fey and other nominees stormed the stage? Can you repeat that one more time? I'm sorry. I'm like zoning out. God, focus. (laughs) Who won the Emmy for Outstanding Lead Actress in a Comedy in 2011 after Tina Fey and other nominees stormed the stage? Oh, Louis... Uh, Julia Louise Dreyfus? Wrong. Damn it. Take a drink. Aww. We were looking for Melissa McCarthy for Mike and Molly. Oh, yeah. So we are still one to one. Are we? Oh. Yes. Because I haven't even read the second question yet. Yeah, well, it could become two to one. This is called Screen Dogs. Oh, boy. What name did Elle Woods bestow on her pampered chihuahua? In Reese Witherspoon's 2001 flick, Legally Blonde. Brewster. Nope. It's Bruiser. Bruiser? Yeah. Son of a bitch. I thought it was Brewster. Nope. Bruiser. Yeah. Yeah. We're still one to one. I was very confident in my answer, too. (laughs) You were. I will pay attention this time. What veteran of Dateline and the Today Show, who sat in for anchor Brian Williams in 2015, is nicknamed Iron Pants? Katie Couric? Wrong. Damn it. You're going to be mad. It's our boy, Lester Holt. 
Oh, okay. I yeah. thought you were going to say Matt Lauer. I was like, don't call him our boy. It was a, all these, all those questions were about news anchors. And I was oh. like, his was easily the most fun question. That's true. Yeah. Now my turn. Okay. Did you take your drink for getting it wrong? Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. Okay. This is all sci-fi saga and it looks like they're all Star Trek questions. Oh boy. Yeah. Okay. What is the name of the fifth TV series in the Star Trek franchise set a century before Captain James T. Kirk was on the scene? Enterprise? Damn it. Yes. I totally thought you weren't going to think of that one for some reason. Shout out to Daniel. Yes. Okay. This is all about streaming series. Ooh. Okay. I don't know. There's a lot of awkward silences. What political drama, which premiered in 2013, follows the cringeworthy career of a power-craving congressman? Veep. No. Damn it. It's a streaming series. Oh. Oh, House of Cards. I yeah. got it wrong. Yes, you did. Are we still one-to-one? No. It's two-to-one. Damn it. Because I knew Enterprise, damn it. I had beep on the mind <laughs> even though i answered it two questions and they're both wrong oh i suck guys yep. you wouldn't know that one. Oh, i don't think you'd know that one this next question for you is with the category creepy remakes oh boy what her suit am i saying that right I... h-i-r-s-u-t-e sure Human menaces a small town in Wales in the 1941 film of the same name and the eerie British village of Blackmoor in the 2010 remake. I have no idea. Yes! <laughs> Victory. It's well, the Wolfman. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I ever saw that. The 2010 remake was by Benicio Del Toro. Hmm. I don't think I saw that. I did not. There was a question about Donna the Dead on here, and I was like, well, he's, he'll get that. This is about TV law. What former longtime NBC legal analyst founded Mediate, a hugely popular news and opinion blog, in 2009? Oh, no. Yeah. Dan Abrams. Damn it. Which I think he now hosts Nightline. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> There's one thing sure. I know a lot about is political anchors. And Dan Abrams. <laughs> yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. This next question from you for you is from TV game shows. Ooh, I don't know if you'll know this one. What was the occupation of Nancy Zerg who defeated the unbeatable Ken Jennings and his 74 game-winning streak on Jeopardy in 2004? I have no idea. Librarian? Nope. Real estate agent. Suck it, Ryan. <laughs> Taking a drink. <laughs> okay. This is movie award shows. Which Dallas Buyers Club award winner helicoptered to the MTV Movie Awards from Coachella, then asked for a ride back during his speech? I'm going to say Jared Leto. You son of a bitch. Yeah. So we're tied. 
Two to two. Okay. This next question for you is from the stars and style category. Which Rolling Stone rocker? Oh, you're going to know this one. <laughs> I read it wrong. Rolling Stones rocker. Uh-huh. Became the face of Louis Vuitton luggage, posing with a designer guitar case in 2008. Mick Jagger? Nope. It was Keith Richards. Yes. Son of a bitch. I don't know why I thought it said Rolling Stones, like, the magazine. magazine. Oh. Ugh, I'm drunk. All right. Well, you'll get this one right. What cult favorite TV detective series canceled after only three seasons hit the big screen in 2014 after being funded entirely by fans. Veronica Mars. Veronica Mars. Yeah, you're... Yeah. Would have gotten a lot of that? There was ones where I'm like, there's no way you would know it. I'm not going to ask you a question about... That's the point of the game, Ryan. What quick-witted son of Christy on the TV series Mom is played by Blake Garrett Rosenthal? I don't know his name. I saw one episode of that show. Roscoe. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> you said, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I totally oh, knew that. This category is called Casino Talk. So it's three to two right now, you, correct? Are sure. Up. Okay, this one you might get, but I also I don't know if you'll get it. George Clooney. Mm-hmm. George Clooney's Danny Ocean yeah. had 11 accomplices in 2001's Vegas heist film Ocean's Eleven. True or false? False. Damn it. How many do you have? I think you would have had 10. Damn it. Because he's one of them. Yeah, I think it's like a trick question because if you say Ocean's Eleven, yeah. you would assume that it's Ocean and then 11 other people. I think that's where the trick was and I was hoping you would fall for it. Nope. You did not. Not at all. This is going horribly for me, guys. Mm-hmm. We're, we're tied three and three. Oh. Okay, it's not going as horribly as I thought. This one is called Odd Couples. In the 2015 TV comedy The Odd Couple, which actor reprises the role of Tony Randall's original neat freak, Felix? Jack Lemon. No. <laughs> what? Because Jack Lemon's dead. Oh. This was on the TV series. I wasn't listening to the question. <laughs> uh, it's uh, uh, Thomas Lennon. That That's the answer, but you were wrong. I know. <laughs> it's Thomas Lennon. <laughs> this is why I shouldn't drink, because <laughs> I stopped listening to you. It was like 2015, Jack Lemon was dead for many, many years. <laughs> sorry. It's okay. And by sorry, I mean you're probably going, yeah. Yeah. Whatever, Ryan. Celebrity Causes. Okay. Oof. Which actress co-founded the Sustainable Biodiesel Alliance, which works to create a sustainable energy future in 2006? Angelina Jolie? No. But good guess. She's on She's on the card of answers. <laughs> it was Daryl Hannah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Suck it, Ryan. All right. I'm going to just keep saying suck it. We got two more questions each. Okay. I just went, so it's your turn. <laughs> uh, ooh. What is the last name of Dora the Explorer, the animated Latina character on Nick Jr.? Is it Martinez, Munez, or Marquez? It's Munez. You are wrong. Damn it! 
Marquez. I thought it was Munez. It sounded right. Dora Munez. I guess when you say it out loud, it's kind of hard to say. Dora Munez. It doesn't roll off the tongue like Dora Marquez. Dora Marquez does. Damn it, Dora. Damn it. (sighs) Okay. This next category is fake and funny ads. Okay. That one's just... There's one that has the answer in the question. Oh, so give, I'm not give me that it. one. No. <laughs> um, what slimming hosiery product did a 2010 SNL skit recommend using on chubby babies? Oh, God. It's probably something about Spanx. Spanx for kids? It's just Spanx, yeah. Uh, That's the answer. Nice. Son of a bitch. The one that had the answer in it was what aptly named meats specially made to eat in the bathroom did Saturday Night Live guest star John Ham Hawk in 2008? Ham Hawks? No, it was just John Ham. <laughs> John Ham? <laughs> should have given me that one. I would have got it wrong. That's true. This one you should, I would assume, get. When Detective Lenny Briscoe retired on Law & Order in 2004, who was his partner? Chris Logan... Ray Curtis or Ed Green? Ray Curtis? No. What was Jesse L. Martin's character? Ed Green. Damn it! It was Jesse L. Martin. <laughs> I should get points for knowing the actor that played him. I'm just <laughs> just saying. Yeah, but no. I sorry. thought it was asking who was, who replaced him. Oh. As to say, Dennis Farina. Yeah. Ugh. That's Nick Miller's father. How I know. dare you? And he's- He's also passed away, so I feel bad now. <laughs> yeah, he's talking uh, ill of the dead. Sorry, Dennis Farina, but it was Jerry Orbach. Are you... He had the best one-liners ever. <laughs> um, the next category is horror flicks. Okay. Horror. 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 Not horror flicks. I think this is the last question. What are we at? I think I'm winning. Oh, okay. That's not really going to matter, but it's still fun. Don't say that. It does matter. (laughs) This is a competition, Ryan, and you know I'm very competitive. That I do. And you have to live with me after this. Just think about that. Stabby. (laughs) I heard he threatened to murder our neighbors. I'm okay with that. They're really annoying. Very loud. They're always working on their car. And it's super loud. And now that we're at home more because of, you know, the world ending, Mm -hmm. it's very, very obvious. Very obnoxious. Yeah. Yeah. They're very inconsiderate. Yes. And also, I've definitely started plotting the murder of them. Okay. Well, hopefully law enforcement never listens to this. (laughs) Okay. Anyway. (laughs) This question is... What 2010 oddly romantic movie, a remake of a 2008 Swedish film, is the story of a bullied young boy and his vampire girlfriend? There's a lot of awkward silence right now. Yeah, there is. I don't know. Hotel Transylvania? Uh, Let Me In. Oh. I think the Swedish one is Let the Right One In. Yeah. And then that one has, it's Chloe Moretz, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what's the score? The final score, Rai Rai wins four to three. 
That's dumb. I'm a little actually disappointed in us. Yeah. I thought we were going to do better. Yeah. And I don't know. I I feel like we're always on our, not really ever on our A-game, but. But I feel like also our trivia team relies heavily on our entertainment knowledge. I don't know if they rely heavily on it. Not heavily. That's true. But. I like how I can walk you back on any point But that's what we bring to the team, is entertainment knowledge and music knowledge. music, yeah. Yeah. And we did not do so hot. Yeah. A little disappointed in myself. You should be. I'm disappointed in you. Let's do this all night, man. Let's get it. (laughs) Let's get the full Trivia Pursuit going. I'll kick your ass. I'm just kidding. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'd beat your ass twice on Sunday. I don't, I don't know, know what that means. I don't You're know such that an old man sometimes. Yep, I am. Okay, so if you're still listening, <laughs> that was that was our podcast. We appreciate everybody who submitted questions. Yes. And we thank everybody for listening. For sure. Putting up with our slight inebriation. Yes. And we had a good time. Yeah. Uh, I don't even drink that much yet. Um, so, yeah. What else were we going to talk about? Our idea that you had. Our idea that you had. <laughs> your your idea that you had. We want to hear from you guys. We want to know what some of your favorite movie memories are. Mm-hmm. I know we've like said, you know, send us suggestions or whatever. But also we want to know what movies personally you loved as kids that you rewatched so much maybe ones that you've actually watched and you're like oh why did i like that or even ones that hold up just let us know you know send us an email at ruiningourchildhood.com mm-hmm. and let us know what your favorite movie memory from being a kid is Definitely. and we want to read them on our podcast so do that cuz if you're like us you probably have a lot of good Movie memories from your childhood, I would hope. I mean, if you're nerdy enough to listen to a movie podcast, then, then you are kind of nerd anyway, so. I was going to say, I know specifically some of these listeners that grew up with me. We have some good memories together going to the movies. That's true. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it could be a memory of mo- seeing a movie in theaters or just a movie that you literally rewatched so much. And if you're our age, maybe it was on VHS and it was to the point where the VHS like got worn out. Who knows? God, I have um, a few of those. Yeah. So, yeah. Thanks again for listening. Uh, it's amazing that we've made it one year. I know. Without killing each other. No, I'm just kidding. I'm uh, very proud of us. Not too. not the not killing each other. The making it a year on a podcast. Yeah. Very I proud. Too. Go us. Go us. Anyway, thanks for listening. We've dragged this out enough. We'll see you guys next week. Okay, bye. Bye.